What? Oh, this is going to be a disaster. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Mrs. Godzilla. And me, Justin G. And myself, Justin Briner. How is it going, my dudes? <laughs> you, it, that sounded like you didn't know where that sentence was going. I didn't. <laughs> no. I had no idea. No. How's you it just going, ended it. <laughs> I just ended it. How's <laughs> it? <laughs> Goodbye. Not so bad. Not so bad. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's yes, going okay. Yeah. You, I mean, today you got me feeling like an old fuck, though. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, uh, for anyone that is in um, Ontario, Canada, uh, mm-hmm. there was a big, um, well, big announcement for music that uh, London does a Rock the Park music festival every year right. uh, in their Harris Park. And uh, they just announced one of the nights. Um, and the lineup is a ton of fun. Uh, we've got Alanis Morissette headlining. We've got the beaches, garbage, and crash test dummies. And I feel like for our demographic, that's a big, big lineup. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a big, that's and a big show. Then, then they were dicks about it and yeah. put it on a Wednesday night, <laughs> which for our demographic, <sighs> not ideal. <laughs> I, yeah, that didn't so sit how well we with feeling, me. How are we feeling about midweek concerts these days, guys? I can't. I, Honestly, unless they're about 15, 20 minutes away, I'm probably not going to do them. Yeah, they've got to be, for me, they've got to be definitely within the same city. Right. Without a doubt. Yeah. And you're even stretching it if you're on the opposite end. Like, we'll see um, how bad's traffic. And it's, it, but yeah, if it's outside of the city, I'm not doing it. Like, I, no. we, were t- we were talking about it. And for us, this location, it's about an hour away, we'll say. That's roughly. right, yeah. But regardless, I'm ta- I, I would take a half day for work. Right, right. there, losing half a day yeah. of work. You'd have to. because I have to. I have to mentally and physically prepare for that. I got to do <laughs> stretches and shit. Not to, not to mention get a get a good place, right? It's outside. You're not, it's not seats. You're standing. Exactly. That's, right. That's a good point, too. Um, and then I got I to gotta take a vacation day the next day because you best believe I'm not going to yeah. be any, in, in any condition to work. And I don't necessarily even mean that I'm going to be like hung over or anything. Oh, no. Just your body no, will no, be no. so sore. I'll be sore <laughs> yeah. and tired and achy. That's, we have Saturday night concert tickets coming up in the same city. And I'm like already feeling tired about it. Like I'm going to stay yeah. up way past my bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> 10 p.m. That yeah, the Wednesday night that that's that's tough and it's tough. I mean, I I don't know that they've announced um, Friday or Saturday uh, lineups yet for that festival, but I feel like this this lineup really would have deserved a Friday or Saturday slot, and that would have been much easier on on those of us. Who who are of the it's age the that would be the fan base? <laughs> and I really, just think it's a little unfair of them. <laughs> I think it is too. I don't know how Alanis is going to do it. You know, right? Like, how does she do that? She has a chair. Fuck. It's like a big. It's like a I get, right. It's just like a rocking chair. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, she's taking the day off after on oh, the Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So anyway, oh, yeah, she's not yeah. playing back-to-back shows anymore. That no, she she's taking a half day on the Wednesday. Yeah, and 
taking the Thursday off. I don't understand how like these bands like. Let's not even talk about the Rolling Stones, but like just any band yeah. who's like in their late thirties, forties. Like, how the fuck are you doing that? How? Like, I don't so understand true. it. Like, all the power to you, amazing. But I don't yeah. physically understand it. And I'm not. I'm not in shape. Like, I'm not like. I'm not like really fit. You're not, I'm not out, out of sh- I'm, I'm not out of shape either. Right. And the notion of doing that is just, it's not, it's, it's nauseating. <laughs> yeah. That being said though, is there a band that you would do on a Wednesday night? Absolutely. No questions asked. Uh, I mean, <sighs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I think the pro- proximity comes into play because we've had the Frank Turners come play Maxwell's here in Waterloo and stuff right. like that. And, and I mean, yeah, I'd hit that up on a Wednesday night, but I I don't know that I'd be doing the, the London Music Hall Frank Turner show on a Wednesday night. You know what I mean? I would probably do like, I would, the oh, yeah, that's tough. That's tough. The max I'm driving is an hour. Okay. Without a doubt, fair, Any, like a, even a minute over, it's so like. So hold on, that puts London back in the cards for you for, on a Wednesday night. Card. For, but <laughs> here's the thing: I'm not just saying for any artist. Like it's got to be no, like it's got to be. That's why I'm asking. Got, like who you exactly? Think? Like I again, I, I mean, obvious answer is probably going to be Blink. Frank Turner, I would probably do. Andrew McMahon, I would probably do. Mm. With the new album, like if they were touring here, like probably Angels and Airwaves. And like, a, and maybe a band that like is on that list, and thankfully that list is pretty short of bands I really want to see but haven't seen yet. Like a band like Muse. If Muse was playing in Toronto or in mm-hmm. London, and it was on a Wednesday night, I'd be like, you know what? It's, it's Muse. I, I gotta go. I'll I'll go see that. True. But but that's that's limited comp. Like that list is shrinking for the bands that I would do that for at this point. And and that's an interesting point too. The the bands that are still on the bucket list. Um, that you haven't seen and would love to see in your lifetime, that is yeah. getting so much smaller for me now after after years of concert and festival going. Yeah, yeah 100%. Um, so that being said, I'm actually scratching one off of my bucket list and I'm doing it on a <gasps> Tuesday. Oh, and that's my for dear Raging Lord. <laughs> okay, so solid. Where's so, out? That's in Hamilton. Okay, wow. so for you, that's not too so. bad. That's like your little. Yeah, see, yeah. that's within the the and that the won't, hour that won't radius. Be too bad. But I, you know what? I I will be in Kitchener at that point, so it's still going to be a different time. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm. So, but still, you know, oh. it's a it's a Tuesday night. Rage Against the Machine don't come around often on my bucket list. I'm gonna do it. So yeah, you gotta you gotta do that. Yeah. Now, is this gonna be an instance? Is this gonna be an instance where you're gonna be taking that Wednesday off of work? Oh hell yeah! There's no fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah, that's, I. I. I can't think of too many bands that are on the bucket list of of. I still need to see them, but I would also drive the the hour to see them on a weeknight. Like I don't right. know that there's anyone that ticks all of those boxes. Wow. What? That's uh, that, crazy, guys. I'm old. You, you are. You've changed. <laughs> you I've made you've it. Hit it. Looks like we've made it. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we've made it. Look how far. Uh, you go see Shania. You yeah, see Shania. that's just that's a, right. yeah. That's right. That's yeah. Well, well, yeah, we're old. We're tired, but yeah. we're striving on. We're going forward. Yes. We got a good and show. Ex- we got a really we, show. We've got a great show, and we are excited to welcome an artist tonight who is 
playing a live show on a Friday night, folks, album release party, Friday night. And so he knows what's up. We're really excited to to welcome him to the show tonight. And uh, yeah, we got John Muirhead coming on. That's fucking <laughs> awesome. New album, album release, all happening this Friday. Um, and you know what? Thank you, John, for um, for thinking of of us in in all age brackets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck that Wednesday night bullshit. It, That's right. John gets it. He understands. Yeah. He gets it. So uh, yeah, we got a chat with John coming up. Uh, actually, after after the first song here, um, we've also got a little BuzzFeed action from Shannon. Oh, oh I am bringing shit. the bringing BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed quiz. quiz. Little okay. Bzz, bzz, bzz. <laughs> All right. It sounds like your vibrator. <laughs> well, it does sound like that. Bzz, Just bzz, like that. Bzz. Low on batteries. Just like that. Yeah, yeah. You. I, I have so very limit, very limited expertise to bring to the table, so we'll count those two. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i am gonna be throwing you guys a little ranker action okay it's a night full of games and um fun time good music Uh, spoiler alert just a little bit of spoiler alert i don't foresee good things for either of you (laughs) perfect well like briner said at least tonight we can fall back on some solid music that's right absolutely um so let's let's start the night here with a little sneak peek of john muirhead This is Traveler on PTP Podcast. You abdicate, you rearrange the way that you've put on yourself, your shoulders. Sorcerer done for as far as you can tell. Oh, 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 I love you. I don't love this. Oh, 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 the senselessness I'm sensing.
spot the difference ignorance innocence fear and pure unwillingness the darkness and the day hope i see your face again traveler until then disregard indifference and set out on your own on your own you are not the road you are the traveler Today on Pull the Plug, we are honored to be joined by a Canadian troubadour, campfire storyteller, and a big-hearted folk rocker, John Muirhead, everybody. Woo! Hello. Thank, Thank you, you very much. for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. <laughs> From finger-picked folk confessionals to uh, upbeat sing-alongs, John's award-winning songs, they've touched audiences across Canada and beyond, which sounds so interstellar. Whoa. I'm a big fan of that. It does. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Um, so we are lucky to have you this week that your new album Traveler is out this Friday, November 26th. Uh, tell us a little bit about the album and how it feels to have it finally coming out. Well, first of all, it feels incredible to finally have it out after the year and a half that we've had. Uh, I started the album in uh, at the end of 2019. Uh, we started tracking the record and I did a whole you know Indiegogo uh, campaign for it and was ready to put it out in 2020. And then we all know what happened come March 2020 uh, and put a massive delay on the album. Uh, but the album itself, uh, a lot of the songs were inspired by my solo travels across Canada in 2019. In 2019, I played 85 shows across Canada from Halifax to wow. Tofino, British Columbia, uh, doing it all, acting as my own booking agent, manager, chauffeur, roadie, doing it all. And uh, there was a lot of ups and downs for sure. And a lot of self-discovery and i'd say about 80 percent of the album was was written during those travels uh so it all kind of the the line that connects it all is is the theme of, of travel and about self-discovery and uh that's where traveler comes from that is beautiful what that's what crazy. a trip to take and that many shows in there that you were busy man <laughs> i was for sure yeah i really at times felt like i bit off more than i could chew but uh it was, it was a lot of fun and a really worthwhile experience, for sure. And leading into this, you've put out a number of singles, um, seen some really great success uh, from your 2016 EP, Yesterday's Smile, but Traveler is your first full-length uh, album, is that right? That's correct, yeah. I've been at this for just over five years. In August, we hit the five-year anniversary of my very first project, Yesterday's Smile. And since then, it's been a couple EPs, uh, some singles, and a whole bunch of different covers and things like that. And finally putting it all together uh, as a full-length album. Um, and obviously, I mean, the inspiration from the road, um, I'm sure, was a different experience. But how how has it been different for you um, uh, in making this LP versus uh, what you've been putting out in the past? I think the biggest difference is, um, I'd say, a confidence in, in my work. You know, having putting out uh, and tried all these different things, whether it's uh, in the music itself, in the production, uh, in the songwriting, or even in the marketing and things like that. Um, 
all of that experience of five years of, of independently releasing music has given me a lot of confidence in, in what I have to offer as a songwriter and as a performer. And it's uh, kind of allowed me to, uh, to put all that experience um, into what I'm doing now. So I feel like releasing this album, uh, while I'm still learning and always learning and growing as an artist, I feel uh, a little more uh, secure that, you know, I, uh, I can do this and I, I'm an artist and I can kind of <laughs> put it all together. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the biggest difference. Uh, I'd say for for the album versus the singles and the EPs. Um, who were uh, who were you listening to, or last you know, or kind of who inspired you while you were working on this album? Like, what are some of the those key influences that you think uh, some people might be able to hear while listening to it? For sure, um, one thing I'm really proud of with this album is that uh, it definitely has the most stylistic diversity uh, than any of my other projects do. So it ranges from you know the really quiet uh, songs that are inspired by artists like Passenger and Death Cab for Cutie. It's got some, you know, more uh, traditional kind of folk styling songs. Uh, the song Traveler was really inspired by Neil Young and also uh, the band, so some of that old rock and roll sound. Uh, and then, you know, newer artists like uh, Frank Turner uh, is a big inspiration to me, the way he puts that, you know, his energy uh, into the music is something oh, I, yeah. that really inspires me as well. Um, so songs like More Behind, you'll, you'll hear that. Um, and then, yeah, just just a little bit of everything. A lot of a lot of guitar-based music. I, you know, started off with, in my musical journey playing guitar, uh, but uh, you know, I feel like I can pick and choose a little bit of a little bit of everything. Even some Beatles influence uh, in there as well. Uh, got into a big Beatles kick in somewhere in 2019 as well. I I think wow. <laughs> literally every single one of those artists that you mentioned, yeah. like all three of us are just like, yeah. oh fuck yeah. <laughs> 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 All of them are just big fans of. That's yeah, amazing. That's sweet. That's great. Sure. Well, then I hope you'll really like the album when it comes out. I'm sure we will. Um, so when did you realize your your first love for music? Like, how, how did you get started? You want you wanted to do this. How When did you know you wanted to do this? Yeah, there's kind of two, two big moments, I'd say. So when I was 12 years old, um, Guitar Hero was like the biggest thing ever. And my cousin had just picked up a guitar. And I remember just begging my parents, like, you know, for, for weeks, like, I want to take guitar lessons, like, I want to do this. And they're like, oh, just, you know, wait to make sure before we, uh, you know, we sign you up for all this stuff in case you don't want to do it. And then after, you know, just relentlessly begging them, I, I got guitar lessons and I dove right in. I wasn't someone that, like, you know, had to be told to practice or anything like that. I just I just found yeah. uh, a, love, a love in it for sure. And then uh, through high school, played in bands and, and really started to like writing songs. And then uh, I moved to London uh, for school. And then I started, uh, I didn't have a band anymore, but I still wanted to play songs. So it was that first year of university where, you know, I started going to the open mics and, uh, you know, I hadn't really done much singing up until that point or anything like that. But uh, I just knew I wanted to share the songs I was writing. Uh, so that first year of school, being on my own really made me love being uh, a solo performer and, and seeing the, you know, the different things you can do uh, with just a guitar. So some career highlights for yourself um, so far. Do you have one that sticks out or a couple or? I'd say the first thing that comes to mind is, so that first year that I mentioned uh, of university where I, I was discovering being a solo artist, I discovered a band called The Weaker Dance, uh, who are one of my biggest inspirations musically. Uh, and lyrically especially and they kind of uh hearing that music uh kind of made me feel like maybe i could i could be a songwriter uh in a more serious way and 
it came full circle when I was accepted into a, a mentorship program through the Winnipeg Folk Festival. And I got to be, uh, for a weekend, I got to work with John K. Sampson, who's the singer and songwriter. Right. Uh, um, and it was really, really cool, uh, as well as his wife, Christine Fellows, who also is equally amazing. And uh, spent the weekend working working with him in a small group and uh, working on my songs and performing at the festival as well. So that was definitely a highlight just because I saw where the journey started and where it ended up taking me, which was really, really cool. That's crazy. That's so awesome. <laughs> I'm so hyped on that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I was... I was on cloud nine wow. for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I believe that, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I can't stop thinking about this amazing uh, across, you know, cross Canada road trip that you went on and how many shows that you, that you played. <laughs> yeah. And baffling. this is an, inc- this is, yeah, it's baffling. I, this is an incredibly loaded question. So I apologize. <laughs> but is there one, not necessarily show, but just like kind of one location along that journey where you were just like, holy shit, I'm doing this, you know, like wh- whatever kind of comes later and, and whatever. Yeah, like by yourself on top of it. You're, you're, just you're doing, doing this and you're, you're a part of this and you're, yeah. yeah, you're, you're doing that touring musician lifestyle. Like, was there a point or a location where you're just like, holy shit, I'm doing this? There was. Yeah. Um, when I arrived in Tofino, uh, in British Columbia, which was the furthest that I made it on that journey, uh, furthest away from home. Uh, I just showed up, I was playing, uh, at the bar inside of a hostel. And uh, I was supposed to play for an hour and I was basically just trading my performance for a place to sleep and taking whatever at the door uh, that I could. And the crowd that came out was was pretty uh, incredible. And I was supposed to play for one hour. I ended up playing for like two and a half or three hours, just playing every cover wow. that I knew because it became, it started off as a show and then it just became a party. And um, I played every cover until I couldn't sing anymore. We had someone bring a cajon like a, a hand drum thing and was was jamming along and <laughs> oh. i was just having this incredible experience at the furthest location from home and i even met another guy there named john muirhead who just saw the poster and no. came out because we had the same name and just that experience i was i was just blown away i was like you know i don't, I don't think i'll ever have you know an experience that cool that far away from home or at least you know not yet i haven't but uh that was that was the moment no. where i thought wow like we're doing this <laughs> That's awesome. Man. That's Fucking amazing. Insane. What an incredible experience. And it's interesting. I, you're not the first person I've heard say that about Tofino either. Like, I feel like there's some magic going on there because people just feel so inspired and so loved um, there. And I think, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's a destination everyone needs to hit someday. I agree. Yeah, because all that stuff happened. And you know, to top it all off, it's like one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. There's just mountains and the ocean and there's water everywhere it's it's really nice so as as we were kind of chatting online and and i'm scouring your instagram um <laughs> one uh one video that you talk about the song two shots and it has a really beautiful story behind it and i was just hoping you would share that for our listeners because i i just thought that was very um sort of inspirational yeah well first of all thank you so much that that song means a lot to me and um you know i'm really glad i was able to share the story, but uh, the song came to be basically from uh, a bottle of scotch and a late night conversation with my dad. So uh, my dad, when I graduated high school, he pulled out this really nice bottle of scotch and he said, uh, you know, every time there's a major life milestone, so your graduation, your, you know, wedding day one day, uh, you know, an album release even, uh, we're going to, you know, mm-hmm. share a bottle or share a drink from the bottle and we're going to mark it. 
um, with with the the milestones, so that you know, in years down the line, we can kind of mark all these these important events. And um, a few a few years later, um, you know, we tragically lost uh, a close family member, and we were we were mourning, and we had this late night deep chat as we as we do sometimes. And he he said to me like, you know, one of these days, uh, you're when I'm gone, you're gonna have to take two shots from the bottle, one for me and one for you. And um, that same night, I just this song uh, just poured out of me. I'd been wanting to write a song um, about the situation for so long, and it it just wouldn't come out. So it finally came out, and uh, the song. I'm just I'm so happy with how it all turned out with with the album version and everything like that too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm stealing your dad's idea. I think that's just such a beautiful <laughs> concept, and I will never turn down um, uh, some whiskey. So uh, I'm stealing that for for our kids for sure. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. <laughs> you um, should. Yeah, but... it's, it's a great tradition. As as the son in the situation, I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah it's. I just. I, I thought that was beautiful, and the song is beautiful. Um, but yeah, I, I absolutely wanted you to share that. Um, so yeah, again, we really appreciate having you come on tonight. And um, before we sign off, I'm gonna ask if you could invite three musicians into the studio with you, dead or alive. Who do you invite to work with you? Oh, that you put me on the spot here. There's too many. Yep. <laughs> Um, I was gonna say we need we almost need to prep people with that quite, like be like oh, okay just think of musicians you like or something just you know I mean? like yeah just no, give a little bit of prep time I, I love this off the cuff I love making people feel ultra uh, uncomfortable that's what yeah, I'm here you're to good do at that. Yeah. <laughs> okay let's see um, okay we're I'm gonna say Ringo Starr is gonna be the drummer um, of this band. We're gonna to put together a band that we're gonna we're gonna do all the songs with. Um, Jimi Hendrix is playing lead guitar. Mm. <laughs> all right, and um, I guess we'll have to do Flea on the bass. We're getting funky. This is my funk record. <laughs> I love it. No, so the, much fun. I put you on the spot and you delivered. <laughs> that is a fantastic group to bring in. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, John, finally, uh, before uh, before we let you go, is there anything that you want to leave our audiences with? And do you have any plans for any kind of, you know, upcoming shows or, or anything like that? Um, yeah, the last thing is, is uh, I'd love for you to, to check out the record Traveler, which comes out on November 26th. Um, and keep your eyes posted. I'd love for you to follow me on uh, on all my social media profiles, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and uh, stay in stay. stay in touch and I'll, I'll have uh, some tour dates in the new year uh, across uh, across Canada, hopefully, and definitely across Ontario at the very least. Awesome. Absolutely. So Traveler, again, new album out this Friday, November 26th on Spotify and iTunes um, and probably anywhere that you can get your music. Um, and you can even grab yourself the vinyl Ooh. at com. Absolutely. Love that. All right. Thanks again, John. This has been great. Um, and uh, all all the luck to you with this album release. This is really exciting. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me and uh, looking forward to uh, following your journey as well. Somebody go It's the littlest things They come Cut you up 
the most Heartbreak and healing Man, it ain't over yet You cannot live, you cannot love You can't forget If I die before my time Crack the bottle and drink it dry shots that's john muirhead and uh what an amazing story he had to go along with that song i wholeheartedly am am stealing his father's idea i think that's pure genius i think it's so meaningful and so special to share that um yeah i dug that man we're gonna be doing family shots over here (laughs) that's great go get some go get go get the show do it now i I might just get one for myself like that i've like completed a week 
Do you know what I mean? Like I just, I, I got Wait, don't you do week. that already? No, I don't. Wait, you don't do that already? I don't. I don't do that already. So, you know, that's a thing to look forward to. Why yeah, start? absolutely. <laughs> I got through my mid-November seasonal depression. That, Beautiful. That's, that's right. This is my John-inspired bottle. Uh, I love it. That's yeah, beautiful. Absolutely love that. Uh, more music coming up uh, later on the show from uh, John Muirhead. But first, uh, we're doing a little ranker yeah. action. Uh-oh. I'm scared, ranker, G. Ranker, tanker, don't you fuck it up. Nice. Yeah. That's nice. Two weeks in a row, Sarah's out. And yeah. here I'm I am, out. singing my heart out. Not well. What are you going to do? <laughs> Brian, you mentioned you're scared. I'm scared of this one. You, you said we're not going to do well, and verbatim, that's what you said. <laughs> look, and, look, I'm happy to be proven wrong. I hope I'm proven wrong. I just uh, not sure. So much so that okay. I'm saying only top ten. If you guys happen to get the fifteen, wow. great. But I'm saying probably top ten. Dear Lord, I'm kind of that does not bode well for me. Um, because this is the type of music that, while very popular. And also uh, artists and musicians that you guys know. There's no like mysterious bands in here. Okay. Not typically the type of, of music I would think that you guys tip, uh, listen to. Well, why would you pick this uh, then? Because it's funny. <laughs> we'll see about For who? <laughs> Me. Um, <laughs> that's all fair, I care about. Um, I am going to ask you guys to rank, again, the top 10 greatest R&B artists and bands of all time. <laughs> What? Oh, this is going to be a disaster. Can, can we switch topics? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how bad you guys do. Can we hit double jeopardy on another column? <laughs> I don't know if I have another one. I can I look for another okay, one. Okay, like, where do we really... start from this? Like, I don't even know who counts as R&B. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say we're doing the top 10. And what I'm okay. going to do... Just to kind of help you guys out maybe a little bit is I'm going to give you some of the ones between 10 and 15 to help kind of okay. eliminate, but also try to help kind of narrow down like who we're kind of looking where for. We're, Does that, where, is that, would that maybe scope? help be helpful in any way? Well, sure. Let's any, I'll start with that and see. Okay. So number 11, we're looking at Al Green. Number 12, Mary J. Name. Blige. Uh, Al Green's amazing. Who's Al Green? I do know Al Green. Is he? I do know Al Green. Uh, yeah, he's great. He's great. Number 13, Sam Cooke. Amazing. Yeah, Number amazing. 15, Usher. Number 14, okay. Luther Vandross. Okay. Number 16 is Otis Redding. Okay. So we're looking for stuff like that. See, I wouldn't have put some of those artists in there, but I guess you're right. That is kind of R&B. Um, no, like three of those artists. Uh, B looks like he might have a thought as to what to guess. So I'm going to start with him over there. Okay, I'm stroking thinking, that microphone, by the way. Fuck, yeah, I'm stroking hard. R and B. <laughs> Let's go with. Um, I don't know if this will be classified as it, but I'm gonna go with Beyonce. Is that like a bad guess? I don't think it's a bad guess. It's not in the top ten, but I don't think okay. it's a bad guess. It's, well, fair enough. Okay, I tried. It's a start. R and B. I don't know R and B at all. I I don't even have a name for you. Let's start with shout outs. All right. Okay. All right. What about R. Kelly? Oh, R. Kelly, not in the top 10. Okay, fair enough. He's not in the top 30. <laughs> oh, Beyonce's number 30, if that makes you feel any better. Okay, that does a little bit. I think we should just do straight shout outs because I don't Go know for if it. it'll work back, yeah, yeah, yeah. And back and forth. Like I kind of have a few. Just... Oh, 
Okay. Uh, no, Chuck Berry is not in the top ten. More rock. More rock. Um, how about Janet Jackson? Janet Jackson. Uh, no, not in the top ten. Ray Charles? Ray Charles is number eight. Hey, hey, there you go. Yeah, okay, we're on the board. Think like soul. I'm thinking like soul artists. You know what I mean? Like the classic soul singers. Yeah, you have some on here. Yeah. Okay. See, because my interpretation of R&B is just like it's very different than I think what this list is. So I'm gonna well, I mean, broaden yeah, my like, horizons a little bit here. Yeah, because R&B stands for obviously like rhythm and blues, right? So right. we want to yeah, yeah. kind of keep with that. Muddy Waters. That's a great guess. Not in the top 10, but that's a great guess. Aretha Franklin. Aretha. Oh, yeah. Number five, Reiner. Number five. Nice. Something like the the, the Supremes. Would they be R&B? Ooh, that's, that's a good one, too. They're not in the that's top 10, guess. but they are. Yeah. They're a little further down the list, but they're they're on here. So that's good. It's good. You're on the right track. You're on the right track. I like this. Okay. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder is only number three, Reiner. Number three. Well done. Okay. I'm going to give you guys a clue here. Okay. Uh, Michael Jackson. It wasn't even intended to be for Michael Jackson, but yes, you're right. As Michael Jackson is only number one. Ah, okay. See, I would have gone pop for him, but... Yeah, I see why you'd think that. This is, this is why see, it's yeah. kind of skewed for my yeah. view. I'm trying to like... Okay, well, so because you then the, you also uh, have so... like the Mary J. Blige and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. Oh, James Brown. Is that what you're referring to? I was referring, thank you, Brandon, to James Brown. It's number seven. Very good. <laughs> nice. Okay, I was trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an aneurysm um, on stage. Little Richard? Oh, that's a really great guess. Uh, not in the top not in the top ten, but that's a good guess. Stevie okay. Wonder, did we say? We already said oh, yeah. Stevie Wonder. Just said Stevie? That. Number three, Brandon. Oh, we did say that. Okay. <sighs> All right. Um, did, did I say Ray Charles? I don't know if I yes. said that. I did say uh, yeah, Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Okay. Um, Prince? Prince is number four, Shannon. Fuck well yeah. done. Okay. Good stuff. You're only two behind. Like, you, it's, it's, it's anybody's game right now. Oh, fuck. The fucking king. Marvin Gaye. Gotta be Marvin Gaye. Let's get it number on. Number two. Number two. Really? Shit. Yeah, okay. man. Ella Fitzgerald? Uh, that's a great guess as well. Not in the top ten, but great guess. Miles Davis? Oh yeah, good one. Uh, no, I think he'd probably be considered more blue, like uh, not blues, jazz. jazz sorry. Yeah, oh. yeah, you're right. You're probably right. Yeah, but I, I don't know. That's yeah. Maybe I think you're no, you're probably jazz right. to that's me fair. very much falls down yeah. this vein. <sighs> yeah, um, I know it's a fine line. This is it really is. So I'm gonna kind of go over. You guys don't have number. You guys don't have ten, nine, or six. You're only missing three. You guys are doing great. Um, Can you recap our list so far? Uh, yeah, what do we so got? number eight, we've got Ray Charles. Seven was James Brown. Uh, six, we don't have. Five was uh, was Aretha Franklin. Four was Prince. Three, Stevie Wonder. Two, Marvin Gaye. And one was Michael Jackson. I will let you know that two of the remaining three are actual bands. Bands. Oh. Like groups. I should, say, I should say groups. Bands doesn't really... But you know what I mean. Number ten, I will say, might be a little difficult. They're really, they're really big, like very popular. Is there any know. women left? Uh, yes. Big. Um, to, yeah. Very. I want to yeah. say. Okay, this is. 
I don't know. This is one that it's on a line for me that I don't know. Whitney Houston? Like a Yeah, it's considered? Whitney Whitney Houston is number six. Hmm. Oh yeah. shit, okay. That yeah. makes sense. So now you guys are just I see, missing. I just missing I don't know where 10. to like shoot for. Like a, No, that's fair. That's such fair. a weird line. You guys are doing all right though. You guys are doing all right. I just I know so little about this topic. <laughs> My intent was to not um, completely alienate you, Shannon, okay? I hope you know that. This was meant to be just in fun, not to try to make you feel like a yeah, stupid I just, piece of I, shit. I just wish I could play the game. I know. We're not doing terrible. No, you guys no, You guys are only missing two guesses here. Out of the top and it, they're like, bands, you said. They are, yeah, they're bands. They're groups, yeah. One Jackson of the groups. Jackson 5? Yeah, there it is. Jackson <laughs> 5 is number 9. Okay. Smart. I'll I'll give you guys a few more guesses for ten. The, I think this one will probably be probably the toughest one on this on this list. Give us a give us a hint. Give us a hint. Uh, okay, well, it starts with the title? the. Um, let me see if I can get you a song title here. The band thing is throwing me off. Uh, so this uh this group group of five, um, they have songs very popular songs like My Girl. Uh, Papa was a Rolling Stone. Oh my God! Ball of oh. Confusion. Temptations. Yeah. The Temptations. Yes. Well done, Shannon. Yes. Shit. Okay. It's all right. Good job, guys. I'm not gonna lie. So th- this is a very weird thing for me. Uh, for for me, um, I have a a bit of a photogenic memory, and um, in high school, I played in the like stage band. The the um like the jazz band for the school I played trumpet all through high school yeah. really? um and my girl um i i had the solo on that song the trumpet solo and i literally pictured when you said my girl the sheet music and i could read the temptations underneath of it that's, that's where that came from wow <laughs> yeah wow really weird thing that my brain does once in a while <laughs> that is a, that's fucking wild so just to recap the top 10 here for, for everybody, uh, number 10 was The Temptations, 9, The Jackson 5, uh, 8 was Ray Charles, 7, James Brown, 6, Whitney Houston, 5, Aretha Franklin, 4 was Prince, 3, Stevie Wonder, 2, Marvin Gaye, and number 1 was indeed Michael Jackson. Wow. Um, Shannon, uh, it, you got 3. You got 3, right? I'll Not take bad. it. Briner, Briner did very well. You got 7, so well done, Briner. But Shit. honestly, you guys... Besides I didn't my think we'd get any. <laughs> yeah, you guys are great. <laughs> Once you guys kind of got on the roll there, though, like I could see the gears. Yeah, coming. like that was I, great. I just have good. this such a skewed view of what R and B really is, but when you break it down, I mean, now I yeah. I get it. I feel like I get that's it a, more now. That's the thing, though, because like you've got you've got stuff like Michael Jackson, and you've got stuff like Marvin Gaye, which to me are very different. But then you've yeah, got the Temptations, different. which when you look up the Temptations on like Apple Music, it comes up as oldies. It doesn't come up as R and B. True. So. And then you got Stevie. It's it's a very eclectic stuff, but it's it's such a, it's like the it's, it's kind of the equivalent of just saying rock, really, right? Because there's so much subgenre underneath of mm-hmm. it that I guess is kind of right. encapsulated under it, right? So yeah. it's just because it's a, not a genre of music. I think that I think because really when we grew up, when R and B was popular in the '90s, it was like a very certain thing, and that's yes. what I was kind of focusing my yeah. like thoughts on, and it was not getting me anywhere it was it was, it was r kelly like that's what R&B, right like, like that stuff type like that yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah i i have this this inclination that had sarah been here tonight that would oh, have gone so well. much smoother she would have done yeah, very, well, done very well, well 
Yeah. 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 So no doubt. Thanks a lot, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. You fucked us, Sarah. You fucked <laughs> us. Again. Again. Oh man! Um, if you guys want to stay up date with anything, pull the plug related. And why the hell wouldn't you? We've had we have incredible topics like discussing the top ten R and B artists of all time, right? And we have incredible musicians like John Muirhead stop right. periodically. Yes, we do. That's fucking amazing. Uh, why wouldn't you want to be a part of this? You know, learn more about the show, subscribe, all that shit. Check us out at our website. P2Bpodcast.com. And don't forget tonight, all music is John Muirhead. You can find and well, you can you can get his album probably out now by the time you're listening to this. JohnPMirhead.com. Love that. Let's do another one here. This one is called Tank of Gas here on Pull the Plug. I got a tank of gas. It's depleting fast. I still believe in love. I've never seen it last. But I got close with you. For a year or two And this gas light's been flashing I don't know how it happened so soon I've got my headlights on Humming high school songs I can see you now, and yet somehow it's been so long Call it close enough, it doesn't count for much When it's dark on the parkway and your heart still believes that it's in love Guess when you leave it's for forever From here there ain't no turning back We got as far as we could manage a tank of gas I got a tank of gas A complicated past There's nowhere I should be Something feels so wrong with that I got close with you those things we only knew They're gone with the past now Exhaust from the gas we're burning through Guess when you leave it's for forever From here there ain't no turning back We got as far as we could manage All a half a tank of gas All a half a tank of gas shoulder and figure out how you found yourself here now pull over i'm getting older and we're not the same people we were last year we're not the same people we were last year oh we're not the same people we were that we were because when you for forever from here there ain't no turning back we got as far as we could manage on a half a tank of gas on a half a tank of gas
tank of gas. That's John Muirhead, and we're back here on PTP. And tonight, guys, I am going to make you decide food according to the color of the rainbow. (laughs) Wow, that is oddly specific. Um, Well, and I don't think it's actually the rainbow. I think it's just food in different color categories because uh, I don't know how many indigo colored foods there are. But here we go. Wow. We're kicking off tonight. You're going to pick a red food. (laughs) (laughs) This is so funny. Are we going to go with chips and salsa? Are we going to go spaghetti and meatballs? A pepperoni pizza? Grilled cheese with tomato soup? Watermelon or cherry cheesecake? Hmm. It's a toss up between the uh, pizza and the spaghetti for me personally. Like all of that's great. Don't get me wrong. It's, really? But again, I'm going the Justin method here where like mm-hmm. what I choose, everything else is eliminated from my life. You right. know what I mean? So yeah, this is a forever food. This is a forever food. Yeah. I don't know why I, I did that once and now I've got to stick with that rule. So. <laughs> <sighs> hmm. It's a weird rule, but I'll it take it. It is a weird it. rule. I don't deny it. Brian, are you leaning toward any? Yeah, I'm going to go with pizza. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, pizza. That seems like a safe way to go. (laughs) Going to do some pizza. Yeah, I I would probably do the pizza as well, honestly. I know it's I know it's not stereotypically a red food. Weird that apples aren't in there. Pepperoni pizza. It's just covered in red pepperoni. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. And red sauce, I suppose. Guys, we're moving on to orange food. Pasta with vodka sauce. So it's like a... Orange sauce. Orange sauce. Uh, Buffalo wings. Orange slices. Peach cobbler. Sweet potato fries. Or uh, mango gelato. This is way more difficult than I thought it would be. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's quite the eclectic mix. It is. It's kind of like R&B up in here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My initial reaction, re- reactionary thing was to be buffalo wings, but I feel like yeah. that's. Hmm. You could never eat an orange ever again, according to your rules. That's a good point. I do love an orange. <laughs> I like that peach cobbler on there too. That's solid. You know what? Yeah, but then you'd have to only eat peach cobbler. That's a good point. Like, that's a lot. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> What's that last one? Mango, what was it? Uh, like a mango sorbet. Gelato. Oh, Ooh, wow. See, those are all good like treats, but it's not something you could like eat just forever, I don't think. <laughs> that's why Justin's ruling. Yeah, but that's what makes it interesting, this logic right? logic is flawed. Briner's, Briner's doing it too now. Yeah, I'm, w- <laughs> I'm with you now. I'm on board. Can you read out the thing? Oh, the sweet potato fries though, man. That's a pretty Yeah, good those one. are great. I th- I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I, I think you've almost gone to every single one in this category. Yeah, I'm eliminating them, Shannon. <laughs> this is what we I'm do. Gonna go with, See, I got to go with the chicken wings, the buffalo wings. That's a good That's a good option. <sighs> See, Shannon tough, doesn't get it because <laughs> no. she's always the one facilitating the BuzzFeed. She's not that's the one right. receiving. See, right. if you were on the opposite side here, you'd be having these internal debates really with yourself as well. It. That's right. I don't know. I don't really debate about food. I just I go with my gut and then I eat that thing. Yeah, but see, this is a lifelong thing here now. That's right. <laughs> well, I don't live Forever. by your rules. <laughs> you, this is the BuzzFeed rules now. It's not just it's not just Daddy yeah. G rules. It's PTP no, no, rules. No, no. That's right. All right, guys, we're moving on to yellow food. <laughs> Daddy G. I like that. <laughs> uh, are you having mac and cheese, eggs Benedict, 
garlic bread. Oh, fuck. Baked brie, pineapple, or bananas foster. And I don't know if you guys know what bananas foster is, but it's delicious. No, I don't. It's like a honey boiled uh, or a baked um, banana that you then top with vanilla ice cream. That does sound good. It's fucking delicious. Sounds good. I mean, garlic bread is winning just... (laughs) You're going to survive off of garlic bread for the rest of your life? Yeah. And never eat mac and cheese or eggs benedict. The, again? The, it's it's a, it's definitely a toss oh. up between the garlic bread and the eggs benedict. Like I love I mac and like cheese. I feel like I could but... do I could do eggs benedict every day. I feel yeah, like I could do it. I could too. But here's the thing: I'm I'm building this meal in my head, right? <laughs> right, right, right. So, now... so not only not only is it what you can eat, like that's the only thing you can eat. <laughs> but now this is a menu that you're also building aside from it being the only thing you. Well, can I've eat. got right. pizza. He's running got his own sweet... restaurant. Exactly, I got pizza. I got sweet potato fries, and now I got garlic bread. I'm the fucking king of whatever. <laughs> that's so... true. All right. Well, we're moving on to green food. Mm. Avocado toast. Spinach and artichoke dip, salad, uh, pesto pasta, mint chocolate chip ice cream, or a matcha crepe cake. Hmm. Hmm. Gotta be honest, a little, little, little underwhelming options. Yeah. Really. I'm a bit underwhelmed. Like, like, yeah. like fine. All of those are fine. But like there's 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 ones that are easily discarded as opposed to like a lot of the other colors had like you know yeah. I'm probably going what was the second option again that spinach and artichoke yeah dip. I'm gonna go with that one Briner where are you leaning? I'm gonna be so fucking fat after this that's very true yeah yeah you know what I'm gonna go with an avocado toast I think I thought you might that's, good. that's a good <laughs> choice just, just by a hair though. Moving on to blue food, we've got blueberry muffins, a blue smoothie bowl, blue cheese, blue corn quesadillas, oh. uh, galaxy cupcakes, which are blue, uh, uh, like icing swirls on top, or cotton candy. I love me a good blueberry muffin, and I love mm-hmm. a good blue, like blue corn. Tostito, yeah. uh, not like uh, blue corn chips, chips and stuff. Yeah. yeah, blue corn chips. Probably gonna go with the blue corn quesadilla. Though I haven't had a breakfast <laughs> option. Blueberry muffins, blueberry muffins because I don't have a decent. You muffins <laughs> over a smoothie bowl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, Briner, what say you? I gotta go with the fresh muff too. <laughs> you always gotta go with the fresh. I muff. Always we've... gotta go with the fresh muff. If we've said it once, we've said it a thousand times. That's right. Go with a fresh right. muff. Even if it is blue, I'll try it. Yeah, yeah. We're going on to purple food here, guys. A berry smoothie, mm. red cabbage slaw, berry pie, lavender ice cream, no, roasted root veggies, or this one I'm going to describe. Um, it's ube uh, pendasil. It's a purple yam uh, dinner roll. It's bread. Oh. Oh, interesting. And a lot of times... And I this, feel like that would be quite tasty. This photo um, actually shows it. It's often stuffed with cheese. Oh, shit. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I really do like a good berry smoothie. 
I'm with you on that. Yeah. Berry smoothie's I'm good. Big, I'm a big fan. I like that berry pie, I think. Berry pie. I know. I'm probably going to go with the berry pie. There's the roasted <laughs> root veggies, too, guys. Yeah, roasted. The, like, that's great. Like I, I, I wouldn't even touch that. <laughs> even look not at it not even not for one day of my life let alone the, the rest lavender of my life. ice cream is intriguing i don't think i've is ever it? had that that sounds it sounds awful i feel like it, sounds... it would taste like a fucking candle i don't know why. <laughs> that's exactly right yeah you're not right. you know what i'm saying It'd be that yeah for sure all right moving on to pink food we've got shrimp uh california roll sushi we've got steak salmon sashimi Strawberry ice cream or raspberry oh. macarons? Oh. oh, wow. So, so <laughs> pink it, is a nice category. Pink is a nice category. You look, hey. me and Brian have hey. always I'm said, I'm all too, about we, the pink. Big, big fans of the pink. Big pink guys. Big, big pink guys. Big pink guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's, our, that's our gang name, the big pink guys. Nope. Um, that's right. Like that. I like it pains that. me. It's nice. <laughs> it, it pains me to leave leave them behind, but I unfortunately have to eliminate shrimp because okay. it's it's absolutely kind of a toss up here for steak and the uh, salmon sashimi. Oh, that is difficult. I, I gotta go with steak. I I just have to. Are you a sushi guy, Brainer? Yeah, but oh, okay. I'm I'm gonna think, go with. I don't steak. think I knew. And I mean, yeah. California rolls are like the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to rolls. Oh yeah, definitely. But salmon sashimi, you're right. That's salmon sashimi. Like that's a that's a special treat, especially done right. Right. Like well, yeah, you're not you're, you're not getting... gonna have garbage sashimi for the rest of your life. Oh man, I really love a good steak. I'll go. I'll go salmon sashimi. Think about your menu, though. What are you missing on your menu? I'm, I am missing fish. I don't have any fish. <laughs> I've got a heavy meat on the paper on the pepperoni pizza. You know, I got yeah. the, so yeah. true. <laughs> All right, a very. I hear you judging me over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a very interesting category here. We've got black food, squid ink pasta, uh, forbidden rice sushi, which is the the black rice uh around your sushi roll black bean soup uh black and white cookies which you might think are just oreos but no they're no no they're not they're not they're they're they're, as as jerry seinfeld put it they're the the cookie that will bring culture together there you go (laughs) (laughs) couldn't have said it better myself uh charcoal ice cream or black licorice i'm not sold on any of those to be honest the black and white cookie, it's basically just a cookie. Then and typically what I've seen, it's just like it's it's in half. So yeah. one side is like vanilla icing, the other side is chocolate icing. Yeah, it, isn't it just like a shortbread dipped I in think so, yeah. Black icing. Yeah, it's very icing. it's very basic, but it's it is tasty. So my, my option is that or the squid ink pasta, because squid ink the problem is the word is the words squid ink. But it's there's no flavor to it. Like there's no distinct flavor, especially when you're just uh, coloring the pasta. Like, it's whatever. So, I'm going squid ink pasta. Wow. Bold. <laughs> I guess I'll go with the cookie thing. All right. Pick a white food. Why the food got to be white? <laughs> Egg white omelet, chicken alfredo pasta, mashed potatoes, vanilla ice cream, cream puffs, or creme brulee. Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> you get me with that creme brulee. 
<laughs> Do you have dessert on your menu yet there, Justin? I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, there's also vanilla ice cream as the option as well. And cream puffs. There's three desserts in this one. Cream puffs are fine. I think they're overrated. Okay. Yeah, they're just personal. fine. I agree. Yeah, personal opinion, but... Ooh, see, I like that... Uh, um. Like the egg white omelets, that's delicious. That chicken Alfredo pasta, love me a good chicken Alfredo. Mashed potatoes, I, I mean. Mashed, yeah, mashed potatoes. Are good. I might have to go with the potatoes. Just, I feel like it would just go with everything. It's, it's a strong call. I'm going to go creme brulee, but I mean, I, it's hard to go wrong with this one, honestly. And finally here, guys, I'm going to have you pick a brown food. Beef stew, barbecue chicken, baked potato, brownies. Chocolate ice cream or chocolate chip cookies? Ooh. <laughs> wow. I'm going to say, uh, no, never mind. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. <laughs> Barbecue chicken is kind of calling me, I think. I love me a good chocolate chip cookie, too. <laughs> But baked potato, perfectly solid, but kind of boring compared to a lot of this other stuff. Chocolate ice cream, nah. Brian, are you leaning a direction here? I might have to go with the brownie. brownie. Brownies. Interesting choice. I'm going chocolate chip cookie. Honestly, I don't want to yeah, live okay. in a world without a chocolate chip cookie. That's fair. That seems sad. That's a world that I don't want to be a part of. No, you're right. You're right. Well, guys, a, a little surprise prize at the end. Um, <laughs> just wanted to tell you the color of your soul <laughs> is what? red. Your soul is a fiery, vibrant red. You're a force to be reckoned with, and you certainly aren't afraid to stand out in a crowd. You can be kind of opinionated sometimes, but you're certainly not one to back down from a debate or a challenge. And there you have Interesting. it. Interesting. The color of your soul of is soul. red. <laughs> is red. I would have went with black. <laughs> same, dude. Same. That, uh, <laughs> that one is the first list in quite some time that has made me like legitimately very hungry. Oh, I'm, you're welcome. I'm really hungry right now. <laughs> it covers a lot of bases. It, it really does. Like, yeah, there was a lot of shit there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. Yeah. That was good. That was a lot. Um, well done. Thanks for that, Shane. You're welcome. Uh, if you want to find out what color your soul is or something, <laughs> you can take that uh, you take that quiz uh, and, and find out everything else that we're talking about in tonight's program. Program? Why did program. I say that word? Program. Tonight on the program. Tonight's oh, program. <laughs> That's weird. Um, check out the links uh, in the show notes down in your podcast player or over at the blog over at the website. P2Bpodcast.com. Brian, what's the final song of the evening? We're going to do, uh, well, we're going to do another John Muirhead. This one is called The Space Between the Stars on PTP. She convinced me the space between stars something to do with the reason she's so far away she says we're both still the same 
Yeah, we were beacons of light in the infinite darkness of space And it sounded alright at the time But the charm of her statement, it faded like yesterday's smile Time seems like nothing at all But some terrible reason to panic and leave it all Convinced me we dream between sleep Hers had something to do with some unwritten poetry She says we're one and the same We're all echoes of voices of Echoes of voices escaped And it sounded just fine for a while But the truth of her being made Being there burdened my mind Oh, so time seems like nothing to me But some poorly placed bandage placed Over the things which we've seen What we've been We've been lovers, been friends We've been more, we've been less We've been searching for meaning And meaningless acts Oh, she Says there's no one to blame and How we don't make our choices These choices they force us to change And it sounded alright It sounded alright I'm alright, I'm alright And it sounded alright I'm alright, I'm alright I'm alright, I'm Space Between Stars. That's John Muirhead. We're back here on PTP. Man, that's beautiful. And uh, before we close out tonight, um, rec room time. That is the dirtiest record. Stylus needs replacing. Yeah. Speaking of records, actually, New on vinyl this Friday, John Muirhead's uh, new album, Traveler. You can grab a, uh, a signed copy on his website, johnpmuirhead.com. Oh, shit. God. Link Might in the show notes for that. Uh, for Rec Room, you know what? I want to talk about um, a movie that before it came out, I admittedly had a little bit low expectations for. Oh. And not because I don't like the franchise, but just with the lays and, and, and all this shit, you know, you never know. But the new James Bond film, No Time uh, to Die, 
fuck me. Yeah. That is an incredible movie. It is a it's an emotional roller coaster of a ride. Um, I don't even know that you have to be necessarily a James Bond fan to enjoy this movie. I would agree. It was just a, a hell of an action-packed film. Yeah, you yeah really? you don't have to be a Bond film, uh, a Bond fan rather. Um, I think if you've been following along with all of the Daniel Craig Bond films since Casino Royale, which was his first one, I think you're you will probably get a little bit more out of it because oh, yeah. from there, like it has been. You can watch them, all of them kind of separately. It's fine. But they do also have this big kind of overarching theme and, and storyline, which I think is really cool. It's the first time they've really done, done that in, a, in, in like a Bond franchise. Um, and that, that made it really cool and, and a lot more kind of emotionally impactful, I think. Um, it's, it's awesome. It's really well done. Daniel Craig, it's a really amazing send off for, for Daniel Craig's kind of tenure as Bond. Um, my brother texted me, Jordan, uh, he texted me before we watched it and said, uh, I cried twice. And I'm like, that's big because you are not an emotional human being. And, uh, <laughs> no, definitely that's not. I didn't and, even know he had tear ducts. <laughs> no, and I, I didn't either. Can, and I can get it. Like, I understand. Like, I, I didn't, but I can totally understand why... <laughs> I'm a little more manly than my brother. Yeah. So I didn't Way cry, more but... tough. My soul is red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I, but it's just I I I get why people would be very like emotional about the things that happen in this film. It's it's very well done. So I would really really suggest checking that out. Um and another one, you actually went to see this one in theaters, uh Shang-Chi, the new Marvel. Yeah. Movie, well, not the newest, but one of the new Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um and uh we finally got to watch it together because now I can watch it at home over over many nights. <laughs> you watched <laughs> in, it the one night though. In you, the comfort you it. in the comfort of my jammies. Um but uh really, really excited to see that uh that come out. Um there's only a couple uh, familiar faces in the movie, which is very different for Marvel. We're used to seeing these huge ensemble casts. So um, it, it was very different to not have those big, big names in it. But my God, the did, did the the story carry itself. Um, the lead actor and uh, his best friend, um, best friends played by, by Aquafina. Um, the two of them together, and what's his name? Uh, I believe I'm pronouncing this right. Simu Liu. Simu Liu. The two of them together are just phenomenal. They're such such a treat to watch on screen. Yeah. The whole movie is just a visual like fucking party orgasm. Um, put that on the movie poster. Right. <laughs> yeah. Some idiot from a podcast. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you like Marvel movies, by all means, check that out. Um, some idiot from a podcast. Hang on. <laughs> That's me. Got her. I'm the idiot. So, yeah. I mean, not that I need to like promote Marvel or anything, but um, definitely a very fun watch. No, I think it, I think that is worth saying. Yeah, you say you don't have to promote Marvel and you're right. You don't. But, you know, it's the first like Asian led superhero movie. And that's a big deal. Like I, I like friend of the show Tong Law was like really passionate about this movie coming totally. out and really wanted it to do good because representation like that matters. It does a matter lot. absolutely. And to yeah, see that um, in in a Marvel movie, like the biggest movies in the past ten years are Marvel movies. To see that happening in in that franchise, that's a big deal. Very so true. So it's awesome. You know, if some people are Love just that. like. You know, I don't know this character or whatever it is. He's not super popular in the mainstream, I think. Um, it's still worth mentioning. Like, 
it's an incredible movie and you are going to like it if you like the Marvel movies even slightly. Like it's it's awesome. Well, and I think that's why I bring up like you're used to these ensemble casts with Marvel, but like just because Robert Downey Jr. isn't in it doesn't mean it's not a fucking masterpiece of a movie. Um, but yeah, and, and in the post credit scenes, you do get some some more recognizable characters as well, but um, absolutely worth a watch. Um, and my other recommendation, I mentioned a few weeks ago that I've been reading um, Andrew McMahon's memoir uh, called Three Pianos. Um, I'm on to the second piano. And so I'm about two thirds of the way through this book. And I think it's the fastest um, I've been, I've read any book ever, at least in the last decade. Um, It's, it's a really fun read. So for, for anyone who loves just biographies um, or sort of self reflections, I, so far absolutely loving this book and can't wait to tell you about piano three. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait to hear about it. Um, Yeah. So, just speaking on the the Marvel front, uh, have you guys seen you? You probably have seen the the new Spider Man trailer, right? Oh yeah, yeah. See now that I'm stoked on. That's yeah, that's man. something I am very excited on. Uh, if you haven't seen it, that's what I'm recommending you go do. Is go watch it because it's hundred percent. It it looks phenomenal. So I'm I'm fucking I'm on. I'm you got theories? Yeah. Do you got theories about what's gonna happen? Uh, though? I don't know. I not so much theories, but I, I'm really hoping that we'll get uh, some some of the other Spider Mans in there. I really hope did they're you, saving that. So did you see? There's so they released that like there's that final shot in the trailer where like you see Spider Man swinging and you see Electro, Sandman, and then the Lizard, and he's yes. all like all three of them are coming coming towards him. The sure. Brazilian version of that trailer, yeah, they goofed. And the lizard at the very end of that clip, his head looks as if it gets kicked, and his head, his neck just kind of goes like to the side or whatever. But right. they've clearly just taken out whatever's kicked him. Oh. Oh. And it's like, okay, well, then you basically just accidentally confirmed that you've just because Marvel does that all the time. They 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 make a shot for a trailer or they digitally yeah. re- remove stuff or add or whatever it is. So it basically confirmed like there's something that they've taken out of that scene and it's probably going to be one of the other Spider-Man, <laughs> but it better be um, Tobey Maguire. It better be. Oh God, that'd be amazing. It be- uh, I'm so be. excited. That's- he's, the best thing about Tobey Maguire is that he still looks like he's the same age as when he played Spider-Man. Yeah, so. totally. Yeah. That's yeah. lovely. Really easy for casting. He's got a little more beard. That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good on him. Oh, fuck. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely gonna go get tickets for the theater for that one for sure. Wow. Yeah, that's that's probably I, I really like opening nighter. Have you done a theater experience since um, sort of post pandemic era? No, you know what? We haven't yet. Um, the last movie I think we saw in theaters was Sonic. Wow. And that came out shortly before COVID, probably a couple of weeks. I was gonna say that was. That was like that was I. Rem- I think I remember talking about that. That it was like a few weeks before everything really shut down. Yeah, yeah. That, so I know G- G's gone to the theater a couple times in the last little yeah. bit, which um, I'm not there yet. I I can't bring myself to go like hang out in public. That's not my jam. You're also pregnant, yeah. you know. That, like you're also, also like yeah. You can't sit. You can't sit. In a <laughs> and theater. pregnant people are awful. <laughs> they are. They're just the worst. They never stop <laughs> oh, talking about their vaginas. My nipples hurt. Oh my god. No, the struggle is real. I'm silly kidding. You can't sit in the theater. Like I, I 100% understand why a pregnant person 
I've yeah. never been pregnant myself. Why you wouldn't want to sit in a theater for two, two and a half hours? Like, yeah, God no. Sure. Yeah, where's the good old days of the 90-minute movie? Yeah. I miss those Disney moments. They're done. They're dead. Gone, They're on Disney girl. Plus for you on your couch. Right. I, I want people to tell concise theatrical moments. <laughs> <laughs> I want massive epics. <laughs> like I, I think Titanic kind of ruined that. Like they did the 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 long theater showing where they actually did the intermissions mm-hmm. halfway through to let people go wow. pee and stuff. Um, and then from there on out, people are like, "Fuck it, let's make long movies." Yeah. So thanks, yeah. James Cameron. <laughs> Yeah, you Thanks, Leo. <laughs> Leo. Anyway, I think maybe we've talked enough for tonight. Should we? Should yeah, we call right. it? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Let's call. This program has been pulled <laughs> <laughs> Um But yeah, thanks as always to our Patreon supporters. Oh, uh, Connor Graham, Phil Marks. You guys keep the lights on here. I mean, our actual jobs mostly do that, but you help. We really appreciate it. You do. Um, yeah. And if you want to support the support the show in any way. Even just a little dollar we do a month, uh, head over to patreon.com slash PTP podcast. Um, you can help support us. Uh, if you can't donate a dollar, which we totally get, share the podcast with a friend. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. That really helps. Um, and just subscribe, and we really appreciate the support. It's awesome. We yeah. love you guys. Just just keep cleaning just keep cleaning your taints. <laughs> Big thanks again to John Mirrorhead for joining us on the show tonight. John P. Uh, check out that new album, Traveler, uh, this Friday, November 26th. Woo! I'm excited. Is that it? Are we good? I th- We're done. I think Amazing. so. I think so. <laughs> Can I just say that you guys did phenomenal tonight? Thank you. You guys, yeah, you really guys stu- did well. Yeah. All of you. You guys just you did stepped well. up your game. Myself included. Well, good job. You did, yeah. you, man. Well. You're definitely the star of tonight. You did Nailed well. It. Without a doubt. <laughs> I mean, besides John. Top yeah, three. Yeah, We're definitely. all in the top three. Yeah, for sure. Right. We'll take it. Uh, you guys. You guys are number ones or twos. Whatever. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Peace, love, and butt stuff. See ya. Kiss my Kirby butt. Goodbye.